Welcome to the Mind Your Hormones podcast. My name's Corinne, and I'm a board-certified holistic nutritionist who went from no period from mismanaged PCOS to a regular one. Now, I'm obsessed with helping you get hormonally balanced and emotionally aligned. This podcast is all about education, empowerment, real talk, and simple strategies you could start today to find inner peace and overall well-being. I am so excited to be here with you to chat about all things health, hormones, and mindset. Are you ready? Let's get it. What's up? Welcome back to the show. I'm so happy you're here because today I'm talking to you about why I skipped my period last month and how I'm getting myself back on track. So if you've been here since the beginning, you know that I have PCOS and that my period was always irregular. I had lost it for two full years and then I got it back um, over two years ago now and have gotten it regularly ever since. My cycle was always longer though, even once I got it back regularly. It was usually around the 34, 35 day mark and typical cycles anywhere from 21 to 35 days, so it still fell in the regular range. And for me, that was like a miracle because I literally never knew when I was going to get it. And if you're new here and you don't know my story, definitely go back to episode one of this podcast so you can dive deeper in it and know where I'm coming from. But so I got it back um, in 2018. It was on Valentine's Day and I've gotten it regularly ever since. I've skipped a month. um, I think this is the second time that I've skipped a month or that it's been late. So I'm going to talk to you about why. And I'm not here to pretend like just because I am a board certified holistic nutritionist and I specialize in helping people regulate their cycles, manage their PCOS, help with digestive issues and boost their fertility that I'm perfect because that's not realistic. The goal isn't to be perfect. The goal is to know what triggers your body and how to get yourself back on track. So that's exactly what I'm going to be talking to you about today. So for me, my body is super sensitive to changes in routine, sleep patterns, and stress. So I know that no matter what, my nutrition and my like working out could be super on point, but if my sleep and my stress is out of whack or like really I'm not taking care of it, my period will be affected. And that's exactly what happened um, this last month. So, and at the time of this recording, it's, when is it? This is end of September. So I skipped the month of August um, and I got it at the beginning of September. So like I said, my cycle is normally about 34, 35 days. And this one was like 44, which to some of you, you're like, that's nothing compared to what I'm dealing with. And trust me, I get that. But for me, I know that something is off because it the cycle started getting longer than it usually was. So that's my sign where I know, okay, I don't want to go back to the place that I was where I was skipping three months at a time and then go back to not getting it at all. So I'm listening to my body and I'm like, okay, the cycle is getting longer. So I know something is up and I know exactly what caused it and what I'm doing to get back on track. So again, some of you may know this already, but here's the reason why my period was pushed back, and it was getting later, starting in about July, it was a little bit later, and then I skipped August and got it beginning of September. So in case you don't know, I used to be a teacher. I was a teacher for nine years. I taught Spanish um, to high school students. Well, I mean, I did so many different things over the years, but I ended my career. I was teaching ENL, English as a New Language, to high school students, and I was also teaching Spanish to high school students. So I did that for nine years, and I knew without a shadow of a doubt that I wanted to leave and run my business full-time. But when I say that it was the hardest decision I ever had to make, I don't mean it in the fact like I wasn't sure if I wanted to leave teaching. 
like I said, there was literally no doubt in my, in my mind. It was the easiest decision in that sense of that I knew I wanted to leave. I knew this is what I was meant to do. And I knew that I would be successful and that I had to do it because people need this message and people need me to guide them and help them. And that is why I went through the struggles that I went through because of you. So I can sit here and help you. Actually, I'm standing here in my closet, but that's besides the point. So, but okay. So it was easy. Like I knew this is what I wanted to do, but it was an extremely difficult decision to wrap my head around because my whole, all I knew was teaching. That's all I knew. I did it for nine years. It was all I knew. I only knew the security of it. I had a secure paycheck every two weeks. I had benefits. I had a pension. I had off in the summers, you know, like I had to wrap my head around the fact that I was leaving security for the unknown. And that is a real mind, you know what? (laughs) Okay. I don't know if there's kids listening, so I'm going to keep this PG, but it was a lot and it was extremely stressful. And I really didn't tell many people at all. Um, I really only talked to my partner about it, one of my best friends, because I needed to kind of figure it out on my own before I could hear anybody else's opinion, because I knew that everybody was going to come at me with the same fears that I had over it. So I needed to wait till I overcame those fears to actually talk to other people about it. But that whole process, it really started over quarantine where I really was able to dive deeper into my business. And I saw that it was successful and I was gaining traction and I was getting income and I was able to support myself on just the business alone. And it came to a point where I had to choose. So, okay. The point of this is that the stress that it caused me really started to manifest in my body. And that's why I'm seeing my period coming later because it it wasn't even so much that I was busy doing things, which I was, but we always all are. It wasn't that I couldn't manage what I was doing. It was more so that my thoughts were constantly running. I was always worried. I was always stressed. I was freaking out that I had to talk to my principal about it. What was he going to say? Um, I knew I was making the right decision, but it was still scary. I mean, of course it's scary. If you've ever made a decision like that, you understand how scary it is. So that was a huge stress on my body. So not only were my thoughts constantly, constantly running, causing my nervous system to go crazy, spiking in my cortisol levels, which when you have PCOS, it's harder for you to lower that cortisol level in general. I was also going to sleep later and I was working pretty late and I I just didn't have a set routine. And for me, if my routine isn't in place, my period gets affected. Whenever I travel, it gets affected. Whenever I'm not on a normal sleep schedule, it gets affected. So this is the, so I know the exact reason why it's late and that's exactly it. I was going to sleep too late. My thoughts were running like crazy. I went through an intense transition where I was super stressed out and freaking out and crying all the time for months over this. Like no joke. I'll have to do a full episode on that one day, but so that's exactly why. And to be honest, my nutrition is always pretty much on point. I am plant-based and I never have meat. I never have dairy. I never have, I'm also gluten-free, but I will sometimes, very rarely I'll have gluten, but the dairy and the meat is something I never have. So, but I will, you know, indulge if we're going out to eat and stuff, but indulging in plants. So I know it wasn't my nutrition because I know I'm, I'm pretty on point with that because I've been doing this for years and years and years. So I knew it wasn't that. And I know for me, like I said, the stress, the transitions, the sleep is what causes me to have my period get all messed up. And I'm not ashamed to say that because I was someone that didn't have it for two years. So just the fact that it's a little later, it's still a celebration that I'm still actually getting it. But the point is that I want to make to you is that 
it's so important to learn about your hormones, to learn about your body, and to know how to get it back on track because things are going to happen. I could have never predicted that, nor could you have predicted that a pandemic would happen, that I would have had all this time to pour into my business so I was leaving way earlier than I ever expected to leave teaching because I always knew I was going to leave. I just never knew when. So I couldn't expect this. So I couldn't expect that my period was just going to all of a sudden go out of whack. But it doesn't matter because I know how to get it back on track. And that's what's most important. And that's what we're diving into today. So the three things that I'm doing to get it back on track are eating dinner earlier, prioritizing sleep, and scheduling in downtime in nature specifically. So let's dive into those three things. Number one, eating dinner earlier. This is a huge thing for pretty much anybody who's anybody, but especially someone who's dealing with a hormonal imbalance. Eating dinner late really affects your sleep and it affects your blood sugar levels. Therefore, it affects your hormones because if you are eating uh, clo- like if you don't have at least three hours in between when you eat and when you go to bed, you're now digesting when you're sleeping. And if you're digesting, you aren't resting. You're not, your body isn't able to heal because it's focused on digesting your food. So although you might be sleeping, you're like, oh, I got seven hours of sleep, but I still kind of feel, feel tired. There are many different things that could be causing that. But if you think about it and you're like, oh, I ate dinner really late, like I ate dinner only an hour or two before I went to bed, then your body was digesting that food while you were sleeping, so you weren't getting quality sleep. And not only that, it does affect your blood sugar levels because also the less sleep you get affects your blood sugar levels, which in um, imbalanced blood sugar like insulin resistance is a huge driver of many hormonal imbalances especially PCOS. And it's something that I definitely deal with. So I was working later. I was just, you know, not in a typical routine. I was getting used to working for myself and not having a set schedule of teaching. And then after teaching, okay, I'm done for the day. So I was eating dinner a lot later. Like if I eat dinner past like eight o'clock or later, which was happening, that really messes me up. So I am prioritizing eating dinner earlier because in turn, I could then go to sleep earlier because after I eat dinner is when I, you know, wind down, I'll clean up, I get stuff ready for the next day. I like to take my time. Anybody who knows me knows how slow I am. Not when I'm doing, I'm very type A personality. So I'm go, go, go when I'm doing work or I'm running errands or doing whatever. But when I'm not working, I'm extremely slow. So it takes me a really long time to do stuff because I don't want to be rushing around because I rush so much in my life that I'm like, okay, I just want to relax and take my time. So I know that I need to eat dinner earlier so I can have that time to wind down, slow down, but still get to bed earlier. So I am now prioritizing that I'm starting cooking around six o'clock and then I'm eating no later, start. I'm starting to eat no later than seven o'clock. That's like what I'm aiming for right now. I want to get it to 6.30, but you know, baby steps is what's important. So I'm aiming to be eating by seven o'clock right now. And then after that, number two is prioritizing sleep. Like I said, sleep is so crucial for your hormones and it is especially important for me and maybe it is for you too, or maybe you haven't noticed that it is, but now you could take note of it. But If I go to sleep past 11 p.m. and if I'm not going to sleep at the same time every night, I just, my body is like, what the F is happening? I can't handle this. My hormones go crazy. And it might sound like uh, ridiculous, but that's how it is. And it could be because of my PCOS. So I'm very sensitive to certain things. Um, But sleep is so important and we really don't put enough emphasis on it. 
So prioritizing sleep. Not only is it important to be asleep before 11 p.m., but it's so important to actually go to sleep at or around the same time every single night. So for me, I've been going to sleep some nights. I'm like, okay, I'm in bed at 10 o'clock. Sometimes it's 1030. Sometimes it's 11. Sometimes it's 1130. Sometimes it's 12. You know, we all, my boyfriend and I, Chris, we also went away recently to Rhode Island, which was amazing. But of course I was going to bed later then. Um, you know, it, so things happen. So it's not going to be perfect. But my goal right now is at least I'm starting with four days because when you are trying to transition or trying to um, change your habits, it's really important to make realistic goals. So you then, when you reach them, you're like, okay, sweet. And then you have momentum. If I said every single night, I'm going to be in bed at 10 o'clock, seven days a week. And if I don't meet that goal, then I'm just going to feel defeated and I'm going to throw in the towel. So for me right now, I'm saying, okay, four nights a week, I am going to be in bed by 10 o'clock the latest. And then the other three nights, I, I'm making sure that I'm definitely in bed by 11. But at least for the four nights, I'm making sure that I am asleep in bed at 10 o'clock. And then eventually once that becomes a habit, once I'm back into that routine, I'll up it to five nights a week, I'm in bed by 10 o'clock. And then six and then so on and so forth. So you just have to start small and know that you need to make goals for yourself that are achievable. It's a stretch, but it's also achievable. So you get that hit of like dopamine. You're like, yes, I did it. Now I'm like ready to go. It just puts you in a better state of mind to keep going. Whether if, if I said, okay, seven nights a week and then I miss one day, I feel like shit. And I'm like, oh, I didn't even do it. So like, why am I even bothering? I don't know if you could connect with that, but that's how I am. So that's what I'm doing. I'm eating dinner earlier by seven o'clock, the absolute latest. And I'm in bed sleeping at least four nights a week by 10 p.m. and every night by 11 p.m. And then number three, I'm scheduling in downtime, especially in nature. So like I just said, Chris and I went to Rhode Island and it was so beautiful there. There We stayed in these... Um, condos, I guess they were. Yeah. And near there were like trails that you could go and walk in the morning. It was by the water, but it was in the woods, like a huge open. It wasn't like, you know, closed in. And I loved it. Every morning I would go down there. I would just walk. It was silent. You would just hear nature and the birds. And it was so relaxing that I realized like, okay, I need to be doing something like this in nature way more often than I was. I always go for walks like around the neighborhood and it is outside, but you know, there are houses, there's cars. It's not fully surrounded in nature by like a ton of trees and flowers. Um, and you know, when I go for a walk on the beach, then that's, that definitely counts for me. But normally I just go for a walk around the neighborhood. So I am now after that Rhode Island experience where I realized how much calmer I feel. And for me, it's about letting myself not like letting my mind not race a hundred miles a minute. So it's just clearing my thoughts. I meditate every morning, but that's and which definitely helps. And I totally recommend if you aren't, if you are someone that needs help with this, I definitely recommend meditating, but I also need time throughout the day where I'm clearing my mind and I'm not letting it race so much. And that is something that I'm definitely working on. So scheduling in downtime in nature. So what I'm doing is every week, at least twice a week, I'm making sure that we're going to an arboretum. I'm walking around there, or right now it's a little, it's still kind of warm where I was able to walk on the beach, just going, sitting down by the water to read a book, just doing things where I'm scheduling it in. I used to do it like, okay, if I have time, I'm going to go, but that never works. If you say, oh, if I have time, then I'll do this. 
that, then you're never going to do it. The, the time will be used in another way. So it needs to be scheduled. So I am intentionally putting in my calendar when I am doing these things because it is super important for my health, which means I will show up better as a girlfriend, as a sister, as a daughter, as a business owner, as a coach. Like it's so important. So I need to schedule it in like it's an appointment like I have with my clients. So that is what I'm doing to help get myself back on track. Um, Those are three steps. And if you are someone who is struggling, you have an irregular period, you need help with this, these are really good things to start with. So let me just recap it. Number one, I'm eating dinner earlier. I am number two, prioritizing sleep. And number three, scheduling in downtime in nature. And I will keep you posted on how it goes. Hopefully it's going back on track. But again, you also can't expect results right away. So this next month, I know I'm going to get my period. It's just a matter of when. Hopefully it's still around that 35-day mark. But if not, okay, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. I'm going to keep prioritizing it, keep working on it. And then I know it will get shorter and shorter in distance. You just have to keep going. It takes time with your hormones. And before we get off, because I wanted to make this a quick episode, I have a few things that I want to talk to you about because I don't want you to miss out on this opportunity. So as of right now, I am starting a 10-week group course on October 11th, and it's that, that's when it starts. You could join by October 9th, and let me just give you a rundown of who it, would be, who it would be good for. So if you are someone, like I said, who has an irregular period, you have no period, you have um, digestive issues like bloating, constipation, you want to work on your acne, you are super tired, you want to feel more energetic, this is the course for you. So go in the show notes, click on the link so you can sign up for information about it. It, I'm, you can only join by October 9th, but if you join by this Friday, October 2nd, you get the added bonus of a 60-minute one-on-one consult with me. So in the group course, you're going to have like pre-recorded videos like a course would, um, super short ones every week. They're only released one week at a time, but at the end of every week, which is really cool, which is why I'm excited about this course, is we're having a live group Zoom call every single week to go over the content, to talk, to be in communities, hold you accountable, to answer your questions. It's going to be amazing, but have guest speakers in there. I'm so excited about it. And if you join by 10-2, October 2nd, I don't know why I said 10-2, October 2nd, you get the added bonus of a 60-minute one-on-one consult with me. So go in the show notes, click on the information there, and you can sign up for information about it, or come over on Instagram at Corinne Angelica, DM me, I'll give you all the deets. And then aside from that, if you want to hop in my free texting community, I send out texts a couple times a week just with health tips, um, hormone tips, mindset tips, stuff like I talk about on the podcast, but right to your phone, right texting you, just keep you um, motivated and just give you fun little tips. That is free. You could text the word Corinne, C-O-R-I-N-N-E, to 855-691-0508. And again, this is all in the show notes also. So I hope you enjoy this episode. If you have any questions, obviously come over and talk to me in um, Instagram. I'll answer any questions about the group program or about anything. Just come say hi. I want to know who I'm talking to. Thank you for those of you who have left reviews and who have um, messaged me on Instagram and told me that you're listening to this. I absolutely love seeing who's listening to this because right now I'm talking to nobody. So I hope you have an amazing day. Don't forget, if you join by Friday, you get the added bonus of a 60-minute consult with me. So don't miss out if you're thinking about it. But I want to talk to you first because I want to make sure it's a good fit for you. All right, have an amazing day and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for being here. If you loved this episode and learned something valuable, please share it with a friend who you think would also love it or post it on social media and tag me so I could personally say thank you for helping me spread this important message. 
I am beyond grateful to be here with you. So until next time, stay intentional, stay consistent, and always mind your hormones.